podcast live again, and I'm so fucking excited today. I have an absolute legend in the building, the virtual building that is. These will be in person soon. I swear to God, I will, I will make that proclamation right now. But regardless, we're here to learn from one of the best producers to come out of underground in the past few years. One of my favorite producers coming out of underground. He's created some classic that will classics, excuse me, that will last a lifetime. I'm joined by the legendary Expressive. Expressive, welcome to the show, man. How Yo, are you? it was good. I'm good, man. How about you, bro? Again, doing absolutely fantastic, Expressive. Thank you so Yes, much for sir. coming on the show. So For sure, bro. tell the people, start us off. Where's Expressive from, man? I don't think people know. Like, like the name, talk about just the name itself. Oh no, Or where where are you from specifically? Like, where are oh, you? where oh, where I'm from? Oh, like in, oh, like in the world. Yeah, I'm from uh, I'm from Canton, Ohio, bro. Canton, Ohio, man. Canton, Ohio. Ohio. I've had a bunch of guys from Ohio on the show so far. Ohio for almost like a decade now have have been just producing so much crazy talent. Trippy Red's from Canton, no? Yeah, yeah. Crazy thing is, bro, I actually knew his uh I knew his younger brother when he was when he was growing up, bro. That's We grew fucking up. crazy. It's actually it's actually wild, bro. Yeah. Dude, that's such a small world out here. It's insane. I swear, I swear bro. Who who else is I know there's a bunch of Ohio guys like uh Zeliocho, K Suave. Um are they from are they from Canton too or are they everyone's just Uh I know K Suave. I think he's from Akron and then uh Zelly, he's from Cleveland. Okay, 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 facts, facts. So what uh What can you say it was like growing up in Canton, Ohio, uh, home of the football hall of fame? That's about all I can tell you about Canton, Ohio. That was. Oh man, yeah, that be that's really. <laughs> I mean, that's really what we're known for, brother. Uh, football Hall of Fame, but not nah, You ever like, been there? of course, multiple times. Like, <laughs> I could be field trips like almost every year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, freaking, uh, what is it? Elementary school and stuff, bro. Yeah, Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. I remember when I was in elementary school, like being in New York, every like field trip in the world, they make you go to the fucking Bronx Zoo every single year. So yeah, the, can the, the NFL football, I mean, the football of the fame, I guess that's similar. So yeah, tell me about Hell Canada, yeah. man. Canton, bro, dead place, really no motion, bro. <laughs> it was really like, it was really boring, but like, uh, I kind of had football, like video games to kind of like keep me entertained growing up. So, you know, plus like our city, since like we have the football hall of fame and stuff like that. And we have one of the biggest uh, high school rivalries like uh, in the country for football. So it's like, we're very football centered. And Hell it's yeah. like, and like I was like, I've been like playing, I was playing football from like what, age five to about 15. And like, and it's like once like you kind of just like are out of that breast, like you just like are completely almost out of the culture of like the city almost. So, Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. that's really that's really cool actually i mean yeah football in ohio football right um your neighbors right to the right of you to the east of you in western pennsylvania football is religion um Yes. that which is so far wait which what's what's the rivalry you're referring to Uh, it's McKinley versus uh, Madison Tigers. McKinley, McKinley High School, Ohio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I I love high school sports, man. I love high, I always see. I always like to watch, similar to this podcast, tapping into the rising stars of music. Um, I've talked about it a lot. I I I was a former hooper. Uh, f had former hoop dreams, but uh, <laughs> I'
tell me the origin story. How did you get into music? How did you get into the scene in general? How did you start producing? Please give me the origin story. All right, man. So I actually uh, wanted to produce when I was 13 years old. But because I had an EDM phase from like age 12 to like 14. And like I remember watching, uh, I think it was on Proximity. They had like the little drum pad thing, bro. And I'm like, yo, I want to learn how to do that. And then like, I told my dad about it. He's like, yo, we go, we go, uh, go to my friend's house, stuff like that. We go, uh, you know, say you go play around with the FL or whatever. And you know, saying I did not know what I was doing, but I was so confused when I first opened it. I was like, so confused. Yeah, it was just, it was a mess. But then went to uh, one of my other dad's friend's house. He had gave us like a, this little old Mac Mini thing, like a monitor and stuff like that, and like a FL twelve studio disc. And two of the three things didn't work, bro. The Mac Mini and the and the monitor. So I couldn't even produce at the time, bro. And I Damn. was I, I I was mad, but you know I still had video games and uh, football. So I was like, you know, what's the complete end of the world? I didn't even see it as like a thing I was gonna like really do. It was just more like a hobby. But uh, but then years later down the line, I think I was like, it was a couple months before. It, it was actually like some months after I had quit football. It was some months after I had quit football back in like uh. Some of me going into my sophomore year, I was, um, what was it? So like in like November of like, I want to say, what was it? Of 2017, I watched uh, one, of, one of the AUG DVDs, bro. And that shit was like, yo, how the fuck can I be a part of this, bro? So fire, so, so fire. <laughs> so I'm, just, same, so I'm the same way right here. I remember when I first saw that shit too. Oh my God, bro. Incredible. It was something generational, bro. Oh man. But then like. Uh, uh, so my parents, that's what I really wanted to do. I switched it from like wanting to like be a football player to like actually wanted to do music and shit. So, so months later, I bought a laptop off of my friend for forty dollars because he shout was out just to like, shout out God to facts, him. bro. Shout out to him, man. And like it was like a little shitty like Toshiba. Bro, and it had like a hundred disc on it, bro. A hundred percent disc on it. So this shit was slow. And I didn't know until like after, bro, when I actually learned a little bit more about computers, bro, and fixed it later down the line, but it didn't matter. But you know, yeah, basically, bro, I had walked over to his house because like <laughs> funny story, funny enough, bro. I was gonna go get the laptop that day, and he had a uh this permission slip form for me to like go to like this little Christian camping over like spring break, and I'm not even Christian, but I really want for the vibes, bro. Nice. <laughs> so I run in the cover. So and and, she, and uh, his mom, bro, his my friend's mom makes some of the best food, bro. She had calzones for me and everything, mm, bro. Yeah. So, yeah, I I ate two calzones real quick. Bought the laptop, got the permission slip, bro. It was a cool, it was a cool little day, man. And from that point on, man, I just kind of just was on it off and running. One of the most important days in the history of expressive, it sounds like, right there. Oh yeah, definitely, bro. Remember, so, like, so I'm so interested, though. You mentioned how your dad was like, yeah, let me take you to my friend's house. So, you know, you sort of always been around music, it seems, was yes. your dad's friends making music? Were they artists? Were they producers? Were they just people who like to fuck around in FL? Yeah, I'm curious to hear more about that. My dad, my dad, he, uh, he's he been rapping since he was like 11, 12 years old. Wow. Does he have any music? Like, do they have any like old CDs or mixtapes of it? Man, like, it's, it's, it's so back in the day. Like, he, like, this is when he went by a completely different name and everything when he was younger bruh so it's like he has like none, none of it bruh mm. i don't know he has none of it sadly but 
But yeah, he he would always is he uh, nice though. Is he nice? You you oh yeah, he he could yeah. he go with the bars. He go with the bars definitely. So like just growing up, yeah, he would like always have his rap friends over and stuff like that. When I when he moved because he used to live in San Francisco, but he oh, had okay. to come back over. So he's to from he's from the Bay. Yeah, he's does from he the Bay, does yeah. he like does he have a lot of that sort of sound like the sort of like yeah, bro, he he he's he saying that blood, <laughs> saying slackers, you know what I'm saying? He he was from Hunters Point and everything, man. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He was he was real deep in it. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, I um, I've talked a little bit about it on, on on the podcast, but I definitely grew up a lot listening to like West Coast music. I loved, but a, a lot of music from the Bay and stuff. Hell yeah! But again, during during my time growing up, not as much during your father's time growing up. <laughs> I'm curious though, yeah. will we ever get uh a Mister Expressive Prod Expressive? Will that ever happen? Will he, he, he goes to and he's like, I don't know how to rap on that. <laughs> i mean bro i like he like when uh because like my sound has changed like a lot from over like the uh, six years i've been almost six years i've been producing certainly so it's like i used to like i made some boom bad beats for him back in the day and stuff like that so he's already rapping on certain beats and stuff like that uh he's not gonna rap on one of the beats i make now but that's like this is not gonna happen you, you wouldn't think he'd fit well on uh iridescent by Southside silhouette <laughs> oh my god oh, i think that's out of his range nah, man. Nah. <laughs> nah, i was thinking like the most ridiculous thing for like I, if i showed like my dad that beat, he'd be like what is going on right now it could be um, he might think it's hard but he'd be like what the fuck is going on <laughs> right <laughs> oh i love it so really really cool backstory man it seems like music has just been in your veins since the beginning it almost seems like you were destined for it uh the apple oh, yeah. not far fall far from the tree something i believe but uh expressive i think it's time we uh, pull up the resume let's talk about what you've done because what you've done is fucking insane i'm gonna go yeah. through it all and then i'm gonna have some questions about some specific ones that uh mean a lot to me because i was telling you before this I've been tapped into you since like 2021, bro, which is insane, man. Like, listen, yeah, bro, it's, bro, it's a it's long crazy. time. It's 2024, crazy. bro. It's that was before, like, yeah, that was really before anything really took off, bro. So, yeah, Hell, dude. And I remember, I, I, let me not get ahead of myself right now. <laughs> let me not get ahead of myself. All right, first and foremost, um, yeah, the the the, the crown jewel, hard rock, feel alive. Pete, you could debate that that was potentially the song of the year, the underground song of the year. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, which is a fair argument. If that was your opinion, I would be okay with that. That's how amazing that freaking song. Gunna, Gunna's page got hacked, bro. bro trust me, leak, trust bro. me. I got yeah. a lot of questions about that song. Specifically. I literally have Gunna's story written in my notes right now. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. So some of the first hard rock songs I originally heard from you is what it is and legit that you actually just reposted on your own SoundCloud. Thank you very much for that. I, I think yes, I sir. commented on that song. Thank you. Yes, sir. Um, all classics. You and Southside Silhouette might be one of the great duos of our time. Iridescent, uh, which is one of the craziest beats and a crazy sample that I have really had to dig for to see what it was. But it's a virtual riot song called Idols, uh -huh. which is so yep. fucking sick. And you mentioned yes, uh, the EDM phase that you had. Uh, but yes, sir. One of the greatest underground songs on one of the greatest underground albums of all time, uh, Diaphora by Southside Silhouette, Suicide Doors. It's one of the greatest yes, songs I've ever heard in my life. One of the greatest beats I've ever heard in my life. I think <laughs> that song will live forever. It's a timeless classic. Unbelievable song. But also, Thank you, bro. Delta, Dead to the Sun Out, Go With The Wind, um, Chosen and Not The Same. That Not The Same beat, Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> continue on. Safe travels until Japan came out. Fight through it. 
the uh, beautiful piano on that song it's absolutely incredible I, it, it, japan just makes elegant ass music there's no other way to explain yeah. it shout out jared bro for the melody by jared tour bro syrian jared mm-hmm. syrian yeah no he yeah also shout out jared you're extremely talented my man uh without a doubt also with japan piece of the pie fuck a profit two uh-huh. incredible songs yeah song with don Corleo, free thug which is good a uh, couple songs with Skate One though with Fab uh, Fabo on Tags Page. That song is fucking insane. Thank you for that. Yeah. Tomahawk, Thrax, Warhol, Warhol. Please no yeah. bitch with Kagu. I talked to him about that uh, when Kagu came on the show, and I think that song is so cool because Warhol is Warhol is a legend to me. And to see sort of a crossover episode with a lot of shit I was listening to and like a guy like Warhol, I was like, nah, what? it was a crazy place to be, bro, for sure. Crazy, crazy, it's so fire. Um. Dior vs. You, Born from Pain and Emotions V1 and So Fire. Uh, song with Money Maya. Money Maya, excuse me, only thing I trust. I don't get to talk about Money Maya at all. I don't think I ever have. I love her music, though. So, yes, sir. Uh, Tana, Ain't Fucking With Me, which is insane. And then a uh, song on your page, Tana, I Just V1. Uh, song with SGP West, so I fuck with Heavy still. Another song I love is Milan and Thrax, One Call Away, which I think is really, really good. It's gone crazy. I can keep going and going and going and going. Also, too, on your SoundCloud specifically, all uh, the Q1 through Q4, man, those things are fucking special, man. Everyone should go bro. listen to that because you just see the craftsmanship of craftsmanship of expressive in those in those songs. Uh in those well, sort of compilation of your beats and everything like that. It's just absolutely incredible. Um, so my first question I love to ask after going through all this is yeah, bro, what the fuck does this feel like, man? Because Obviously, I have, like I said, I had some questions specifically about some some of the songs that mean a lot to me. But, dude, I mean, first and foremost, I'm looking at Feel Alive has 8.3 million streams on Spotify, has thousands of videos to the sound on TikTok. Like, that's not even that. That's not even, that's the tip of the iceberg. And I just talked a lot about the rest of the iceberg. What is this success feel like, man? (laughs) Is this something you expected? Or I go through all that and you're like, wow, that's fucking crazy. I can't even believe that's me. Like honestly, man. Like when I was first seeing it, I'm like, I, I was, I was, I was perplexed, bro. Can't, can't lie, just cause like you know, a lot of people like from my city and stuff like that. Like I told you, you really got no motion. So like, it people here, bro. They lie, they lie about shows happening out of city when it's really happening down the street. So what it actually is like, somebody having like numbers, bro. And it's me. I'm like, yo, it's kind of, it, it is a different feeling. It really is a different feeling. Yeah. How like what is it? What is it? I guess what does it feel like though? Like when when you're looking at, I this is the way I look at it, and I talk about this a lot. Uh, which is the way I look at this is feel alive by Hard Rock's like the easiest example here. But yeah. eight point three million streams on Spotify. Think about how many people you've impacted. Think about how many yeah. people have like you know they're going out, they're gonna party, have a good time, and they're just blasting yeah. feel alive, getting in the zone. Or how many people hit like you know one of their yeah. like a, like a huge pr in the gym listen a bunch of weight to feel alive like they're yeah. like that's my song to lock into even just my dumb ass listening to it around my house like this is the greatest song ever with the biggest smile <laughs> on my face the impact that you're having on people man how does that make you feel that what you're creating your art has is being like admired and, and appreciated to such an extent i mean that's really what it's all about at the end of the day you want people to enjoy the music that you create bro that's that's all i really do it for so um, so just obviously man it just feels good bro like can't complain about that at all man it's just it's an amazing it's amazing thing to experience yeah Uh, yeah yeah no that's so fucking fire man i I absolutely love it so 
uh, to get in some of the trenches here on some of these songs. I like to hear the sort of the background sort of behind them. So we're going to start with obviously the obvious one. Feel Alive, Hard Rock, like I said, millions and millions and millions of fucking streams across all platforms. Has gone crazy on TikTok. Uh, the Gunna story as well that we're going to talk about now where Gunna literally commented on Inhale's page where it was originally posted, which is crazy. That was not on his main page to start out with. But shout out to Inhale. His page is now down, which is absolutely devastating. Yeah. Uh, the reason that is, hopefully we get that back one day. Regardless, what was... Take me back to the beginning. Take me back when you made the Feel Alive beat, man. What what was going on? Obviously, the, the crazy Deftone sample. And yeah. it is just one of the greatest beats in underground history, potentially. Especially from this sort of uh, sound that we're in right now. Talk to me about making that beat, man. I wanted to know the story, how it came about, everything. For sure. So... I uh it was just another night, bro. I was high as hell. Yeah, right. TikTok on some board shit. Like, I don't really stay on the app all that long, so it was just like yeah. a little 15 minute scroll that I that I do from time to time. And I just ended up coming across some TikToks with the song, and I'm like, yo, what the fuck is this? Now, mind you, I grew up on hip hop most of my life, so it's like I hear some shit like this, and I'm like, yo, I've never heard nothing like this before in my life. And I've and I know who Deftones were, but I never really listened to their music yeah. like that up until that point. And then I like I'm just listening to a highest fucking. I'm like, yeah, I definitely have to flip this. <laughs> so, right, I'm just, yeah. so I just so I just I just got busy, bro, and I got to it. And uh, <laughs> and some people might see in the little TikTok that I had uh, talked about the uh, the beaten. Um, then it says like it's like 11 hours spent. It's because I left my laptop open. Okay, <laughs> I, I, I left my laptop open. It really only took me like two and a half hours total to like really make the beat, really get the uh, the sample on grid and like get the drums on and stuff like that. So wow. Yeah. Then after I made the beat, uh, chilled on it for a few days. I really didn't know what to think about it because I never heard something like that ever before in my life either. You know what I mean? So I it's agree. like. So like I listened to it, I played it for my friend. He said he never heard something like that before. You know what I'm saying? I uh I showed it to Tay, but then we both had the idea to send it to Hard Rock. So he uh, got it to Hard Rock for me. Then I heard that uh, Hard Rock fucked with it. Then I heard nothing for months. Yeah, just nothing. And then he performed his first show, and then I'm uh seeing on somebody else's story, bruh, that uh he uh I heard the Phil Live beat, bruh, and I'm like, yo, this is kind of this kind of crazy. So <laughs> it immediately got a buzz from there. Then, like a couple months later, it leaked, and then dropped officially on November fourth of twenty twenty two. Wow, yeah, yeah, twenty twenty two. But yeah, that that was crazy. It did it did drop like a was that officially dropped in November twenty twenty two or it yeah. Yeah, it officially dropped twenty. On Slatty Dawn, on Slatty Dawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It uh, okay. it, it leaked on uh in, in September. Inhales, yeah, inhale. Okay, okay, yeah, that. And like I said, one of it could have been the song of the year in 2022 easily when originally when that leaked. That was one of my top songs of the year that finished in my uh, SoundCloud top 50 most plays that year. Um, hey man, me too. <laughs> yeah, I think I think a lot of people would agree with that. And then seeing fucking obviously Gunna did get hacked. His SoundCloud did get hacked. <laughs> but to see him comment on that, what was that like? Because to me, even the even the fact that the hackers thought, yeah, let me go to Hard Rock, feel alive. Like what? What was it? What was bro, that? Bro, <laughs> and do you know <laughs> any more about like that story? Any more details about it? I'd be curious. I th- I I was hearing that it was the same people that actually leaked Phil Alive that commented when they hacked together. Wow. Okay. okay. <laughs> so it's, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, but they're notorious for doing shit like that, bro. 
Dude, that was that was so crazy. I remember Dude, seeing I was that. dying when I saw it. I was I mean crying, at first, bro. I mean at first probably I mean just like I did. I'm like, oh my god, gonna just put hard rock on. <laughs> nah, I already I already knew I already knew it was a hack, bro. It's no way gonna was commenting on that one. Nah, nah, once location. I once I saw once I saw what he, I forget exactly what he commented, I'm like, oh nah, this looks foo actually. But I <laughs> I wanted so badly to be true though. So uh, uh, that that going. would be fire. That would be fire, bro. I hope I can work with Gunna one day. For sure. Oh, but listen, that is gonna happen. I can assure you that if, if that man has a brain in his head, it's a no-brainer to work with expressive. That that is my opinion. But what do I know? What do I know? Right. <laughs> Regardless, one of the things I wanted to talk about though was I had the opportunity to see Hard Rock in October in Brooklyn. And you know, when it came down to okay, the last song, what are we gonna what are we gonna really finish this off with? Obviously yeah. it was Feel Alive, man. And yeah. I'm someone who I consider myself a avid hard rock fan. Every song you played, I, I know word for word, bar for bar, <laughs> word, word to Soldier Boy right there. And I, yeah, it was one of the best shows I've ever been to. But man, Feel Alive came on and the place was fucking shaking. Everyone knew every fucking word, especially, you know, thought That's I seen so the crazy. devil. Like, oh. holy shit. That song That's was legendary. Crazy. I remember, uh, even what Ian Connor was talking OD about it, like uh, the yeah, everyone kept using the, the devil. Oh, it, yeah, it, it was just to see the people move to that beat to that song. It was it was really incredible, and I, I just know when I see that, like how special that song will be for the remainder of time, and especially as people get more and more put onto hard rock because he's still not he he's not mainstream mainstream yet, which he will be. But once people yeah. go back and be like, oh, shit, that was him. Like, that song is going to be even bigger than it, than it is right now. And yeah, right, right. legendary, man. You, you've really put your, <laughs> I like to say, you've kicked your dent in the universe, man. You really yes, have to sir. So yes, sir. I want to, I want, oh, there's two Southside songs I want to talk about. One, Iridescent. Uh, let's start uh, there. Iridescent. You commented on it a month ago and you said might have to V2 this beat. Um. <laughs> Can you please V2 that beat? What is the what's the likelihood we get this right now? Mm, and yeah, how, I mean, how like uh obviously I said you sampled the uh virtual riot song. Where yeah, yeah how did you even think like yeah, this would work? I yeah, I'm just me <laughs> through this process. And overall, deeper question now, what is your creative process? How do you get into the zone, man? And like create some masterpieces like this? Dang, what what really is my creative process? Uh, I'll say my creative process, man. I don't even know if I have like a full on uh creative process. I guess like the closest thing I have to a creative process, right, is um, you know, I I, I usually get really high. Then I uh listen to like I listen to a bunch of music, bro. I listen to yeah. a bunch of music on my loudspeaker for like a cool hour, two hours before I even like make music, bro. It gets me. That's what gets me in the zone. It gets me pumped up. It actually makes me want to make music, especially when I hear something and I like replay over and over. I'm like, oh my god! Then like, yeah, then, right, I, yeah, then, yeah, then yeah. I really hop in and I just and I just get going, bro. And yeah. then as I'm then as I'm creating, it's like uh, uh, I just really just click around sounds and shit, you know what I'm saying, and, and see what works. So, who were you grow? Uh, you mentioned you grew up on hip hop, but who were you inspired by? Who inspires? you from a musical perspective because it seems like there's not any sort of genre you won't listen to and you know we see that through your music what you're sampling uh you mentioned you know listening to the music for like two hours before you even start you know 
cooking up and, and creating your art itself. So I think that's really, really cool because you're taking inspiration from so many different places, but where have you taken the most inspiration specifically from though? Where have I taken the most inspiration from? I want to say, like, over the past couple of years, uh, two of the, well, really three, I would say the three producers I've really taken a lot of inspiration from are uh, Monty Booker, Pierre Bourne, and... Uh, Monty Booker, bro. Yeah. You feel me? I yeah, you know. A round of applause, bro. I, to give some context, I, I, I never thought a guy like that would be mentioned. I'm a huge Smino fan. Man. I'm a huge oh Smino fan. He's, I have a poster of Black Swan in my room. Him and Monty Booker. Man. Oh, oh my God. Oh my bro. God, bro. Oh my God. I, Man, shout I, out to that fucking couch Smino slept on, bro. And, and Monty Booker just happened to be there, bro. Like, yes, really, bro? Like, yes. <laughs> like thank God, bro. Praise bro, God right there. <laughs> I, I mean, Colors, that song, which, you know what's crazy? Colors, yeah. uh, Monty, obviously, you know, Colors with Smino. That oh, yeah. song obviously blew up, like, not that long ago, which is weird, but I was listening to that song in high school. It was one of yeah. my favorite songs ever. I never Whoa. thought I'd have the, the pleasure to talk about this man uh, on this podcast. Thank you. Yeah, man. yeah, for sure. So, yeah, what can you say about why why are you so attracted to, to his production specifically? What Monty, because, well, really with, like, Clams, Pierre, and Monty, all, the thing they all really have in common for me is that, like, what they had is like the sound is so distinct, and so like you distinct. can really you, you can tell that it's them even without the tag, right? Just by the sound effects that they use and stuff like that, or just by how the way they uh, they use the uh, their drum patterns or like the way their sample sound or just like the or even the conglomerate of like all of that, brother. It's like all of it together. Yeah, yeah, nah, yeah, that absolutely incredible. You caught me so off guard there by saying I was like I, I'm so sorry <laughs> to cut you off, but Pierre obviously. <laughs> one of the greatest ever to do it there's there's not yeah. really more you could say about that he's just right. as it not as a not only as a producer but as an artist as well i mean the guy is he's stamped forever until the the the, the end of time clams casino though um and this goes actually i didn't want to mention this outside song but we, actually this goes perfectly into talking about japan and being you know being on safe travels with fucking clams casino yeah. how insane was that because clams <laughs> i mean I mean, Clams' early production with ASAP uh, on yeah. all his early mixtapes is some of the best music I've heard yeah. in my life. And to this day, it's still something in rotation when I'm 90 fucking seven years old. So what was it like to be in the same tape with Clams? That, that is, it's, it's actually was kind of crazy, bro. I'm full not going to lie. Man, most definitely. But like, it will be more full circle if I actually work with Clams. You know what I'm saying? But but on the project with Clams, yeah, it, I, I, feel, I was more happy for Japan, though, because I, cause I already know he was a big fan of, fan of Clams, too. And just like the fact that song, that song is going crazy for him, too, is, is just crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I say crazy like three times in a row. But, you know, it really is it's crazy, though. It's so fucking crazy. It is. It really it is. is. Like, you can only say it's crazy. It is. It's fucking insane to think about. Japan got on a Clams Casino beat. When I heard that song, my mind exploded. I'm like, what the fuck am I listening to, right? Yeah, sounds like man. some... Sounds like some shit that Rocky would drop in like 2013, 14, but obviously Japan has his own insane flow, insane yeah. cadences, and just it, it's so on brand for him too. It's so on brand for him too, man. He's insane, bro. He's insane. That whole yeah, that whole tape was so special, man. Um, did you know you were gonna be on it, or he announced it and you're like, let's go? Oh yeah, I already knew I was gonna be on it. Yeah, facts, 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 facts. That's fire. So. 
I need to talk about Suicide Doors with Southside Silhouette. Tell me yeah. how you made that. How did you do it? How did you do that? Because, <laughs> I mean, that is one of just the great songs of our time in, in the entirety uh, entirety i've been listening to this pocket of the underground and in this sort of sound it's just there's not been many songs that have been better than that i've ever heard in my life so that's really all i can say about it how did you get <laughs> man and and did you know it was going to be that good of a song did you man, know you never expect things to really pop off that much you can like the the uh the thing about anything like getting traction or like virality or anything you just never you don't know what's gonna like for sure pop in people's ears bro so how I made it, man, uh, took me a cool 45 minutes to make. You know what I mean? Uh, the sound that everybody knows. I started off with that sound and then took those notes, turned them into chords. And then uh, the little lead sound. Did, yeah. And then uh, that that actually came like the sound and everything actually just came right from my head. Bro, and just, they just had it in serum already ready for me, bro. So. And it was like literally one of the easiest processes, bro, to making a melody ever. And it, it's kind of crazy that I did what it did. It it's such a good song, though. It's like such a good song. <laughs> like, I, I, we I all got to Black is that Bible. <laughs> wait, wait, what'd you say? You just broke up for a second. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh fuck, my bad. I said like it's like Black is that Bible. <laughs> <laughs> nah, every uh Every word that song is ingrained into my fucking head and it will never change. It will never change. It it really is, yeah, it's just one of the best songs ever. So I'm and I'm I'm really happy that it's an expressive beat. Bro, can you please tell me about the I don't love you anymore? Oh, uh, that tag? It's <laughs> legendary. It's fucking legendary, bro. Oh my god. Where's that from? Where did you get that from? Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna have to say shout out Cody because he had did like a uh, he had did like a video of uh, where to get like sample producer tags and stuff like that. And um, I was looking through different uh, ideas through the website and stuff like that. I forgot what movie it's from. I'm gonna have to like look that back up. Yeah, but uh, but I heard it and I'm like, and I and I didn't really use it at first. So I had like other tags and stuff like that, that I was using. So like I kind of sat on it for a while, but then I'm like. I kind of knew what I was doing on FL and I knew how to like, do better process. So I'm like, okay, let me actually go back and use this tag because it actually could be fire. Then, boom, end up using it like early 2021 or something like that. Yeah, I and that's when I, I really start when I really started to like listen to you probably a little bit later in 21, 2021, excuse me. Yeah. And it just is, it's just one of those tags and it's just one of those ones that is just, it's perfect. And I, I think... I think nowadays more people see it, but I always thought tags were such a valuable part to any song, and it's such a it's such a cool part to any song. I always hate how unless you're like Metro Boomin, you know, on a mainstream song, you cannot get your tag on there. I think yeah. that's fucking ridiculous. Uh, and I think it makes the song in some regards, and it's clearly been proven mm -hmm. through Metro's tag or like Pierre's tag, for example. And like Mafia tag. Exactly. Exactly. I think it adds so much to the song where um, unless you're like elite elite, then you have like the right to do it. But I disagree. Right. I don't love you anymore on, you know, hard rocks, crazy song with future in the future. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. Did not mean to do that but <laughs> to hear. I don't love you anymore. And then hear future going. Come on. Give that would me. be crazy. That would be crazy. Inject though. that shit into my veins. It's <laughs> with me. Seriously, though. But again, you have to. Yeah, I don't understand. I, I'm a huge. I'm a huge believer that tag should be on there. It doesn't matter. For but sure. yeah, so legendary. Also, 
the name expressive like i said we have somewhat similar names expressions expressive uh i've always thought expressive was so so fire though where did that come from man and the way you spell it's just amazing so some people might remember like back in those like instagram days like the really like like around those 2015 2016 like instagram days were really around that time even before then bro like having like a, a a username with like no like underscores like numbers or anything like that it was like it was like a big thing right it is so it still is it still is. yeah it, of course it's of course it always will be it's right? like owning a nice piece of real estate bro nah facts so like i was trying to like i was coming up with just like names and then i ended up on that one i and it was originally supposed to be a 1v but because like the 2v you know because the uh for whatever reason like i think the guy who had it last got his account deleted Probably was a nut job or something like that, bro. Yep. Now, now I can't even get the app no more, bro. I, can't I have a it. similar issue right now, and I can only imagine what the person oh my, in my uh, name was. And, oh, yep. yeah. So I can't even get it. So I have to do a 2V for a while, bro. But then, like, one day I had uh, I had saw I, – I had just wrote out Expressive with just the 1V. And I, and I looked at it, and I'm like, wait, that actually looks a lot cooler. So, I'm, so I just reverted back, bro. And uh, like this, how I had it, what I wanted originally. I'm gonna keep it like this, even if I have to have my IG name like this. So, yeah. So the name expressive though, what what does it mean to you though? Uh, you're, you're obviously there's really no meaning. I'm it just <laughs> looked hard. It just looks hard. Nah, bro, I, I got it was just for my IG name, bro. And then I started producing. I got like I had that name before I started producing, bro. So then like it just stuck, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, 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 that 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 makes that makes sense to me. That makes sense to me. It's just <laughs> it's so funny how you can come up with like such a fire ass name like that. Like it's just like yeah. oh, expressive. Yeah, that's a good one. But it, it it's so, so good, so so good, bro. And it's just so, unique, man. There's not a lot of people that have anything close to that off the top of my head, and I imagine right. not off the top of yours either. Yeah. So we've talked about a lot of you just sampling crazy shit you mentioned how the deftone sample for feel live took took almost like two hours you demonstrate a sampling master class every time you go out and do it man everything you (laughs) sample is just like wow how has he done it what can you say to the producers listening to this that you know want to sample more want to get into sampling shit like that want to create something like feel live what can you say to them out there and uh yeah why do you love sampling so much too what okay so I would say if you really want to get into sampling more, you have to uh, have to really study the greats of the sampling game before us. You know what I mean? Like people like Jay Dilla, especially Matlib too. Jay Dilla, mm-hmm. Matlib, definitely looking at those people. Ninth Wonder, uh, Kanye, Just Blaze, people like that. No ID. Those people were crazy at choppy samples. They're like manipulating them and stuff like that. And I took a lot of inspiration from them. Like there's like a like a whole. I think it's Yale or like Duke. Uh, like a one hour like lecture of Ninth Wonder talking about chopping the soul. That's definitely a very valuable video. And uh, and if it's sampling like a sample based production, that's really how I really uh, got into uh, producing in the first place. That's like what that was how I actually really got into it. Wow, I mean that is an incredible answer. He he, ladies and gentlemen, he just gave you a legitimate course from Ninth Wonder that you could find on YouTube for free. He gave you actionable advice on here. Please use that if you. Did not know this man knows what the fuck he's talking about. I can explain <laughs> that. And yeah, but you said something really cool, how sampling that's just sampling production in general got you really excited to go into music. And I definitely, yes. definitely fuck with that because even for me, hearing like a sample there where you're like, you hear it and you're like, oh shit, that's it's that song. And then hear what it kind of flips into and what it gets into is 
just such a cool experience as someone who just loved listening to music, man. You see all Definitely. the connections and then see how you elevated it. And obviously, you know, I listen to Feel Alive and I'm like, wow, like this is a Deftone song made into just incredible, incredible, incredible art, man. It really is. It really is <laughs> so expressive. I, as I'm, I'm looking through your whole catalog again here and I just, I just wonder, man, what is your favorite song that you've ever produced? What is the number one song that you love that you're like, wow, I can't believe I made this. I'm in love with this. This is amazing. What would that song be? Dang. What would that be? Mm. Again, if it's the obvious one, it's the obvious one. If it's one nah, of- I, I don't know if it would be Feel Alive. I don't know if it would be Feel Alive. Yeah, exactly. So I, 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 I like it. Like, I love that. I love it. But, like, I don't know, man. I don't, like... I don't, I really don't know. <laughs> it's such a, that's such a hard pick, bro. Good question. Okay, give me, give me like a, a like a couple that you're like hundred percent would be there. I just can't make that decision right now. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay, I would have to say, uh, Dead to the Sun out. Uh, yeah. And what else? Uh, fuck the profit. Fuck the profit. Definitely. Yeah. And uh, and what else? What would be a what would be a really good third one? Um, I mean. I'm not gonna I'm devastated suicide doors didn't make it into the top three. <laughs> it just seemed like it would that beat was too easy to make for you. You don't even think much oh, of it. bro. Yeah, like it was just really like it really was just another I mean, not really like I did think it was hard, like I did think it was like really tough when I made it, but like you know. It was almost two years ago when I made it, man. You feel me? <laughs> yeah, not which is that's insane, man. The time is flying by, expressive. The time yeah. is flying by. It's, it's fleeting. It's fleeting. It. Yep, going, 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 and then gone. But we're here now. We live in the present. We don't live in the future. We don't live in the past. Expressive, right? We're right here. Yeah, in the present, bro. Yes, sir. So it's twenty twenty four, man. Um, I think this is it. I think this is the year, though, where it's going to be undeniable that you're going to be a mainstream producer now. You're going to get some crazy opportunities this year. I can, I, I feel it. I feel it in my bones. And um, and I imagine there's probably already things in the works that some things that you might not be able to talk about, some things you might be able to talk about, uh, which obviously we'd love to hear on this on this show. But what does 2024 hold for Expressive, man? What can we expect? What are we going to see? Could you give us a little glimpse? Yeah, 2024, definitely some more placements on the way. Can't talk about much of that, but also just more releases from me in general. Like 2023, I feel like I wasn't able to provide like as many releases. That's kind of why I did the whole like Q1 mm-hmm. through Q4 uh, th- thing and like started that. I'm still going to be doing it, by the way. But uh, but uh, yeah, definitely expect more releases and stuff for me. Uh, I, w- I've, I just want to like extend my creativity a lot more, so... Definitely, uh, I got a thing dropping very, very soon. It's called Compiled. It's a bunch of old stuff from like 2020 to some stuff edited in like 2024. So definitely get ready for that soon. Fire. So, so excited about that. I- I'm really excited to see a lot more just content from you uh, because you know, you're one of the just few really, really absolutely sensational producers when it comes to just dropping shit on their soundcloud that has no just just that are just production it just i could listen to that all all day it's just that good you know and i don't think many producers are at that level 
but I think they can, everyone can get to the level, but you're just, right. it, it's just incredible, man, that you're able to keep listeners engaged, especially myself engaged, where I don't even need the artist. I could just hear your beat. Like, that's the song itself. I was actually talking, uh, talking to a good friend, shout out, shout out Tally the One, our uh, incredible yeah. artist, uh, been on the pod a few times now. Oh, yeah. We were talking about um, Art Dealer, and yeah. Art Dealer is just one of the most ridiculous producers ever. Uh, and which is crazy because he's barely even known who even yeah he's like a creative guy bro like he like he just kind of started making these because he was around card you feel me bro like it's kind of crazy and they're and they're fucking incredible but like a year yeah. ago a year ago he was dropping like these weird like animations yeah. with just his beats on it and when those came out, I was listening to those beats like they were fucking Billboard top ten hits. And I'm like, this guy is the greatest in the world. And like when I listen to your beats and your production, like I could listen to Suicide Doors instrumental in my car and be like, wow, this is one of the best songs I've ever heard. Um, so so yeah, man, I'm so excited to see that uh, more just content from you. Any is there any crazy people that you know you're working with in 2024? Obviously, you can't say anything. You can't say anything for really fine, but like you know, give us a little like yeah, it's about to get crazy, sort of a deal. Hey man, there's always some crazy shit on the way. You know that. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. I like that. I like that. So, expressive 2029. Yeah. That's five years from now, man. Uh-huh. Where's expressive gonna be? Where are the people gonna find him? What's life gonna be like? Could you just? Mm. For us. I know it's not five years, but what, yeah, what, five what, years what, from what, now, like, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying five years from now to hopefully a lot of money. Yeah, you know what I'm saying for sure. Closet, closet filled with, with that. Yeah, you know I mean, you know, mm-hmm. uh, a lot, a lot of uh, hopefully, I got I want, I want to have at least a billion streams in like next five years, at least a billion, but I feel like I can definitely get over that in five years. That easy, easy, easily, easy, yeah, you will. You know, just continue to uh, work on music, you know, continue to work on uh, just my own stuff, my own releases, uh, do other creative things as well, because there's also other creative avenues I want to get into also. So definitely going to see more of that in the five years time also. I love it, man. I love it. I uh, As long as you're continuing to make music, I'm a happy man over here. I'm a happy yes, man. sir. I'm so excited to see what your future looks like, because it is right as a motherfucker that's what i know for a fact <laughs> expressive man tell the people where can they find you instagram soundcloud anywhere else and in anything else you'd like to plug shit uh you can go find me on on what on youtube soundcloud ig at expressive either one of your two v's don't matter you'll find me uh tiktok at expressive also twitter at one expressive yeah you can find me at bro beautiful Expressive. Any last words for the people out there? Give a closing statement. Uh, any last words for you? Any last man. words? For, yeah, finish off the episode right now. <laughs> you gotta say. Hold on, it's a, <laughs> I could I could drop. I, there's a lot of problems I could really jump with y'all right now. Uh, if I were to give y'all one, it's just just stay consistent. You know, uh, just see will always be talent. <laughs> but if you're talented and you're consistent, can nobody stop you? So just continue to be consistent, continue to put that work in. And also, 
also, also, here's really what I wanted to say. You really, really bring yourself into your music. That's the that's the one thing I really want to say. Bring yourself into your music. That is why, like, a lot of there's no like real creativity. A lot of music people say music is stale all the time, and that's because a lot of people are trying to conform to something instead of just being themselves and bringing themselves to the music instead of instead of just uh, like they're just being something they're not when they're yeah. creating. They're creating so like really like bring yourself to to your uh to your music and that's where you'll find like your own sound your own niche you go branch out you'll find different people that uh that also align with that and they'll have their own sound and then y'all can combine sounds so really just bring yourself to the plate and the best things will happen yeah i fucking love what you just said there um which is bring yourself to your music i think you are the epitome of that you clearly see how much you, you actually love music just by what your production sounds like, all the different samples from every single part of music you could think of, every single genre. Like, you, you just appreciate music. You're a student of it when you're mentioning, you know, talking about Jay Dilla, talking about Night Wonder, talking about Ye, talking about people who really, really created sampling, talking about watching different courses, just that you're a student of the game and it's clear as hell that you just love music and i think a lot of creativity is dead because everyone's just chasing a placement right everyone's just yes. chasing this and that and it's like oh how do you make osama sun type beat how do you make hard rock type beat how do you make like we like when i beat? made that like when i made that beat i wasn't thinking let's make a hard rock type beat i just made a beat you gotta just yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's perfect. And then that's and then that's where the tight beat will come from. Southside and Metro Blue, they weren't. I mean, it does kind of originate from like older trap stuff, but like they weren't just like this is a this is a uh, this type beat. They just made that shit, mm -hmm. and then it just became mm -hmm. the main thing. You know. Yep. I, again, and we we're I was talking about before how you can't have producer tags on mainstream songs, and a big part of why I feel like that's fucking stupid is because producers are so responsible for pushing music forward just as much yes. as artists nowadays you know Most you, definitely. you look at you look at whole lot of red which is sort of the godfather of of, of yes. albums and especially to our our underground community it is yeah. it's it's it is everything it it's yeah so Most when definitely. you think about that but you think about the production on that that album right Pop mark the punk mark beat, the punk mark beat, like uh, I, that, that inspired so many different beats for me, bro. Like it's crazy, bro, bro, exactly. And that production, Cardi, Cardi became the artist he is, and a big part of that is because his production, the people here around, guys like Filthy, guys like obviously Art Dealer, who we just talked about, Starboy, Out of Town, they're pushing the boundaries. We've never heard shit like they were making, man. It blows yeah. my mind to hear some of the shit that they make and. You are, in my mind, in that same category, even though it might not look like that right now to everyone, but you will be, it will be undeniable one day. But for me, you're in that already. You're stand forever. Expressive, man. Thank you. One of the realest endings to a show we've ever had, really. So fucking incredible. Yes, dude. You're a fucking legend. People tap Thank in you, with bro. him. Obviously, if you're listening to this, you know who the fuck it is. Stay tapped in with this man. He's going to be producing some of the best music. Uh, honestly, uh, of the ge of the generation coming up, in my opinion, I I'm so excited for this man's career. Thank you so much for coming on, bro. Man, thank you for fucking having me, bro. Really, bro, I appreciate it. But this is my first interview, bro.
Appreciate. Which is insane to me. Which is insane to me. It's almost disrespectful that this is your first interview, bro. Because <laughs> I, if I was doing this shit sooner, I would have been banging down your door a lot earlier. I swear, bro. Even when I started this, I thought you were. I thought you were out of my league, bro. I was completely <laughs> like, man, I'm like, like now nah, when man. I don't follow people back, it don't be nothing personal, bro. No, 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 no. It none like that. I, I, it's, it's more so just like, bro, we produce feel live hard rock like gonna commented on that shit <laughs> i'm like not nah, no way but fuck it shoot your shot people just to yeah, take a good ass right now but yeah bro thank you so much you're a fucking legend for sure bro appreciate you bro for real and to everybody listening to the expressions podcast thank you very much and until next time